because there's ambient sounds and things. So so we sure. have to get in close. Make, just you know. We have to we have to get in nice and it's, close. Maybe it's a tactic, so my head will be nice and close to yours. Oh my god. Uh, why don't you do the intro? Because it's a special. It is a special occasion. Um, what do you usually say? Welcome everyone. Hi everybody. <laughs> Hi everybody. Welcome to a new Two Drunk Friends, where we're in the same bar, drinking. <laughs> Drinking beers at the exact same time. Did you just say two drunk fans? Fans. You said two drunk fans. Oh my god, I just got out of a taxi, okay, okay, okay. off a bus. Okay, okay. I've been at a casino for four days. You haven't had a drink in 14 hours. I haven't had a drink in 14 hours. Let me let me get a little bit of this. All right. Uh, Gab is in Boston. So we're finally, after like 14 podcasts, in the same city again. If this happens every six months, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's about the dosage I can handle. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Especially since we only have one mic, yeah. so we have to be about a foot apart. There's totally like enough room for Jesus between us. There is. We're we're keeping Jesus between us. <laughs> oh my God, NWSL. Yeah, let's just dive right in. NWSL drama. Let's go in head first, like Pete Rose. Ashlyn Harris is going to get suspended. You really think so? I saw someone who's betting on a two-game suspension. Okay, as long as it's nothing more than four, because in five games, I am going to D.C., and I have never seen Ashlyn Harris play live. It won't be four. It won't be four. It'll, I mean, two sounds about right. Maybe one. Okay, so in the in the disciplinary, like, handbook, the player handbook, they can't, um, like, freaking contest a disco ruling or a referee like a suspension uh-huh. unless it's up to six games so that to me means that they can that they can assign up to six games with no little to no concern yeah a lot of this is tying into what i think is going to be one of our overall themes for this podcast <sighs> oh, which this is, is so good just calm down there oh. one of our overall themes which is it doesn't appear to us that NWSL is interested in protecting its players. Oh, it is, though. If a player punches a player, they'll protect yeah. the punchy. If yeah. a player elbows a player, they'll protect well, the player, elbow If a player e. punches a player and then there's a huge outroar on Twitter. And <laughs> someone, if there's an article written. And someone makes a gif using their own video evidence against them, yeah, they'll protect the punchy. I well, mean, they did it with uh, with Keelan Winters. I don't know if they're, I don't really follow a lot of Seattle soccer, so I don't yeah. know if there was a huge uproar. On, well, yes, they'll protect them physically, but I mean, like, protecting them on a, on a like, business level. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I have watched the highlights of last night's match, and I watched the kerfuffle um, multiple times this morning. And let's be real, that's what it was. It's a, it was a kerfuffle. Like, yes, yeah, she shoved him. It wasn't the worst shove in the world. I mean, he apparently didn't care. So, it's not like anybody's crying, oh, it was an assault. True. Well, actually, technically, it would be a battery because she actually touched him. Anyway, go ahead. So, so it was a kerfuffle. I think she was in the wrong. I think she should have gotten a card at that point in time. Yeah. Um, but oh my god, like that game was out of control. It was out of control from kind of the beginning, which is scary. Like, okay, so that game was out of control. There was another game that that guy ref that was out of control. We were seeing a lot of out of control games. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure what the root cause the of that is. The other big game that he refed that was not burgers was Rain versus Chicago. 
and the official record shows that he handed out nine cards, nine yellow cards. That's almost a deck. If you have to hide, that's almost a whole team. Mm-hmm. If you have to hand out nine yellow cards, like, yeah, I just you're a big boss man. You're you're definitely in charge of this game. Um, definitely. So I'm intrigued to follow this man's career. Okay, so. First things first, his name is Dimitar Chabdarov. I yes. hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's not like he's going to listen and correct you. I, I hope he he's, does. He's going to write a letter to the editor. He's going <laughs> to write a letter to Dim- us. Dimitar, if you to listen us. to this, please leave a comment on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> please create a username. You don't uh, have to create it. Like, you can just leave a comment on the podcast. Oh, you know what's going to happen is somebody's just going to be like, oh, I am the ref. Is that your ref accent? Yes. For that name, yes. Okay. That is my my ref accent. Dimitar Chabdrop. Yeah, he's uh, refed some other, I think, NASL games. He did an Indy 11 game recently that had also, like... Look at it dance. Six, eight cards, something like that. I love it when it dances. For the record, Gab is talking about her drink, not a person or an animal. I like it. Anyway... Hmm. Back to Dimitar. Oh, this, right. We're constrained on time. Yeah. This dude is like, he's no good, bro. And, 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 today, apparently, NWSL submitted Ashlyn Harris Dimitar Chavdrop incident to PRO, the ref organization, for their review. I'm not, did they, is that what they did? Or did they simply no. so, tell PRO, hey, we have paperwork if if your ref wants to fill out paperwork. I don't know what they... All I read was Jeff Kasuf's tweets on it, which was NWSL submitted the incident to PRO for their review. And after that, if things are still whatever, the incident can then go to the NWSL disco. So we'll get to the disco in a second. But... Okay, there's two possibilities, right? One, they're submitting it to the PRO as a review of Ashlyn Harris's actions, or they're submitting it as a review of Chavdarov's actions, which would make more sense, because you would think logically NWSL has jurisdiction over their players, and PRO has jurisdiction over refs, right? So if you're submitting something to PRO for their review, they're reviewing the ref. What did what interactions did he have with her besides that one? I can't think of anything. Right. So, and in that one interaction... He did no. absolutely nothing. Kasuf said it was the 88th minute or whatever, so it was obviously that. Inter- right. Yeah. And he, he did he absolutely did nothing. nothing. I've seen a lot of people being like, oh, he grabbed her. Show me the tape. I mean, we literally have video. I'm looking at the same tape where as she's everyone else. Like, she's right on Jasmine Reeve's shoulder. Should we explain what this incident is? Okay. Let's, ex- let's backtrack a little bit. <laughs> Last night's we're, game was we're, nuts. We're just very into this. Okay, it's ball very... gets loose. Ashlyn Harris pulls a Neuer and comes way the hell out of her box to corral this ball. Yeah, she does. Jasmine Rees is hunting in the area, and it's like, ooh, keep her out of the box, open goal. Allie Krieger is like, no, no. And no, like, no, 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 no. And, you stay behind the line. Yeah, and runs interference. But in doing so, she grabs Jasmine Rees with both hands. So the ref calls a foul on this, which is, I think, correct. And I also think... You know, Allie Krieger, maybe she weighed the situation. If, I think it's preferable to get a yellow card rather than have Jasmine Rees going at my goalkeeper Yeah. in an open net situation. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, 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 the, it's the same situation a lot of defenders are in where they have to look at the scenario and say, 
you know, where's the advantage? Yeah. Um, it's, this it was is, like a professional foul. Right. And so I have no problem with that. The right. ref carded her, it was fine. But then for some reason, I don't know if Krieger and Harris were going to Jasmine Reeves to just talk to her, or it looked like they were coming it at didn't, her. It didn't look like it was just to talk. Ashlyn Harris was right on Reeves' shoulder. She, like, had her hand that, like... She they was were, right, they yeah. were touching. They were there was talking. touching. They were talking at her. And so the ref comes over and, like, pretty much slides his body in between them physically. Uh-huh. He's got his... He rests his hands on Ashlyn's arms to be like, you just... Just calm down, buddy. And then she shoves him off. Now, a lot of people are debating whether she actually made contact with him, but to me... A, I think she did, and B, even if she didn't, if she even if she barely brushed him, she clearly intended to shove the ref. Yeah, she wasn't like shoving his hands away. Yeah, she, she was, was shoving, shoving into his into body. his chest. Yeah, it was it was this really weird situation. Like I was following it on Twitter, um, not the situation, but the game. I was I was doing my best to follow on Twitter, and and then it just kind of exploded, and, and I made a mental note to watch what I could that night and so I got back to my hotel room and I started watching things but I was also reading Twitter your girl Sanderson had a really awesome tweet and delete oh did she she did her tweet and de- tweet and delete was essentially what an intense game like she basically fixed it I screen captured it good because she then fixed the typo alright so here's the original tweet from Leanne who I love a lot. Still, great person. Yeah, great person. Great person. She's always willing to talk to fans. Really nice. I've hung out with her a couple times. Really nice person. Still so proud of the Breakers. Absolutely crazy game. Three PKs. A red card and plenty of trash talk. We go again. And then some hashtags. But then she deleted. Yeah. And then she tweeted again. Basically the same thing, but took out the trash talk part. Just said, you know, lightning delay, crazy times. We go again. So, it's not hard to believe there there was some trash talk going on. Oh my on. god, I can't I, I can't imagine. I don't think it was necessarily like vitriolic trash talk either. It was probably just you know what happens in a soccer game, right? But tensions were so high in this game for some reason. Well, because the ref made them high, right? Yeah. Like so, we're looking at contributing factors of it's really fucking hot. It's really fucking hot. We're in the lightning, middle of a storm. Lightning delay. So everybody's already kind of funky. Lightning delay, so the game's being dragged out longer. Yeah. A lot of non-calls, a lot of dumb calls, uh-huh. a dumb red card that can't be... Uh, Maddie Evans, I love you forever. That card was bullshit. It, it was a yellow at most. It, I it, can't, it can't be rescinded. It can't, it no, can't yeah, be that's, reviewed. We'll talk about that in the disco part uh. in a minute. But yeah, I agree that if he had given her a yellow card, I would have been fine with that. But a red card? She'd been in the game for five minutes. Uh, She's like, it's not... And people calling it, like, malicious or whatever. Bullshit. She badly... She kind of mistimed her tackle going for the ball. And so, yes, yellow card, you got to maintain the safety of the players. But it's not like she was going in studs up to end Lori Lindsay's career. That's not a red card. I think she was. I think I think she was like, lightning, I'm mad at you because of our lightning delay. <laughs> it was lightning's fault. Yeah. Screw you and the horse you rode in on. Screw you and the cloud you came Screw in on. Screw you and the gay horse you rode in on. Screw you and the unicorn you came in on. So I think that's bullshit. It was a it was a bullshit call. The ref made a lot of other bullshit, like really unnecessarily inserting himself into the match. Yeah. It, it, it was the whole, the ref should never be the story. And 
We're still talking about him today. Isn't it really weird how many times this season we talk about the refs? Like, I would much rather be talking, I, uh, not the Thorns. I, I don't really want to talk about the Thorns in Kansas City, even though, you know, I was at that game. Um, I'd rather be doing an NWSL review. Mm-hmm. But instead, oh, my God, I am so furious about PRO, NWSL, the disco, which we haven't even started talking about the disco. Fucking disco. We've talked about the disco, like, three episodes now. Yeah. What else do we even have to say about the disco? It's just, why is... So it comes back to, like, we've some NWSL submitted this incident to PRO. Why is PRO making decisions about NWSL players? In the NWSL League handbook, it pretty clearly is like the league office is responsible for punishing players. Teams can also punish their players, but they pretty clearly establish that the jurisdiction for the players' punishment is with the league office. Now, there is one thing, though, that might make a difference with this. So in 11.2, game misconduct, the league handbook says, Players may be disciplined by the league office, their team, for game misconduct pursuant to this section, and may be subject to further discipline pursuant to other rules or procedures. So is that other organizations' rules or procedures? That would be ridiculous if a player in a league could be dragged before some other organization and punished by their rules. Yeah, I have no idea. It weakens the NWSL's authority over their own players. You're you're more of a lawyer than I am. Just, so you're I mean, you're thinking about this you're thinking about this as a policy. And when I think about this, I'm like, okay, well maybe subject to further at some point there may be another organization. Okay. There may be a players union okay. at some point. There may yeah. be something. So I, I don't see this as current policy, but as a loophole for them to eventually be like yeah, if somebody else... Right. Right. Which, once again, comes back to... Why the hell isn't there a players union? The... No, yeah, this would be a, a case where someone looking out for the players' best interests mm-hmm. would really be... It can't just be coaches sticking up for their players. It needs to be players sticking up for players. What about Boston and all of their fines coming their way? Oh, God. I'm going to be passing all the hat. Of the I'm going to be passing the hat for poor Tom Durkin. <laughs> oh, my not, God. Not poor Tom Durkin. The man just, like, didn't stop. Oh, some of his comments. Like, I, I was like, all right, all right, take his mic away. Yeah, some take of his comments I really agree away. with, and some of them I was like, oh, maybe you should have stopped a couple sentences ago. Yeah. Apparently, and- for a first offense, it's uh, at least a $100 fine, and then second, it's 250 and then third offense, it's at least a $500 fine. So this is his first offense? Yeah. Unless they count each thing he said as a separate, as a separate offense. offense. So number one, you said our refs suck. Number two, you said the other team sucks and pads their their stats. I don't think he said he said that they suck. He said home teams tend to pad their stats. Yeah. Which I, I'm going to rewatch Boston games now. I And if, I am going to keep my own stats. If, he's, if he wants to include Boston in that, like, and and be more fair-minded that way, then, then maybe. Yeah, I can see home teams padding their own stats. Maybe. All, but, I, all I've got to say is NWSL Fantasy League is bullshit, if that's the case. Well, bullshit. The, the thing is, well, then how does NWSL compile their official stats? Do they accept a I've, report from each team? I've absolutely or do they independently compile stats? Oh, yeah, they watch the games. They watch every single game I guess and they, keep stats. Yeah. So if they accept... That's what Cheryl Bailey is doing at every single game. 
Cheryl Bailey is there keeping stats. Yeah, I'm sure. Officially for NWSL. So I don't think that wasn't necessarily the most unfair, untrue statement, but it was highly impolitic. It was really impolitic. I don't think he should Uh have said it. Well, and the other thing he shouldn't have said was anything about their schedule. I think he should have stayed on point with what happened that night. He just got ranty. He just yeah, got he, absolutely It was just ranty. everything that's been bugging him. Everything that's been bugging him just came out. He pulled He pulled a last season Ashlyn Harris. <laughs> Her statement afterwards was fine. It was just like, yeah, obviously tempers were boiling. And she's like, hopefully the referee can control the game better next time. I'm like, the referee was the problem this time. Yeah. Good old, good, good old Dimitar. It was, it was really interesting reading uh, Sarah's article um, because her entire tone... We should clarify Sarah Gerke true, at the soccer desk. True, Sarah Gerke at the soccer desk. We'll put a link to the article. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting reading her article because the whole tone of the article is the, the ref had zero control. Zero control. From the zero beginning. control. Yeah. Like... It was he was trying, or or his control was misplaced. Yeah, he kept trying to impose himself on the game, but in really stupid, like, yeah, misplaced ways. And then you read Harris's comments, and she was like, from the like first fifteen minutes, you knew it was gonna be a fucking shit show. It was not gonna get any better. Yeah. Like hopefully the lightning delay cooled some people off. Oh a right. Bit, but. Then like, and like, then a red card happened, and then a yellow card happened, yeah. and then the kerfuffle happened. And so, like it, it, it just festers. Like I, I don't know. Like there needs to be some sort of sports psychologist involved in these teams, I, because I'm just like, you guys are paid professionals. Yeah. Like this is the equivalent of like throwing a bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubbling. I I understand. <clears throat> it's a hot summer night. Shit has been going down left and right. Your temper is like at a high boil. So, I mean, I already talked about this on my blog. Like, on the one hand, I understand how it happened. On the other hand, like, should there be a higher level of accountability for a professional athlete? It's like, yes. my temper would have snapped, but I'm not a pro soccer player. You're not getting paid for it. Yeah, I'm not getting paid for it. My temper cannot snap at work. Yeah. If my temper snaps at work, I get in big trouble. Yeah, even if you were provoked and it's yes. not your fault. Yes. If a client really really makes me mad i can't snap at them yeah i can go out to happy hour with my coworkers afterwards and, and bitch and moan yeah but at work in the office you kind of just you just have to take it exactly you just have to grin and bear it exactly you don't even have to grin you just have to bear you it you just have to bear it you have to bite the spoon and bear it yeah um yeah so nwsl is sending the matter to pro we've already said that seems like bullshit Unless they're telling PRO, like, we think what your ref did is wrong, which I don't think is the case. So there needs to be a neutral third party to adjudicate because the problem is between a ref and a player, right? Ref belongs to PRO, player belongs to to NWSL. So why is PRO being allowed to make any decisions in this debate between PRO and NWSL? Unless NWSL is trying to be like, hey guys, sorry about that, we'll let you do whatever you want to this player. Or, like, impose your discipline on her. Yeah, it's just kind of a fucked up triangle that's not really a triangle. Like, I can disagree with what Ashlyn Harris did and agree that, like, this it feels like she's being fucking railroaded by her own league. Like, just offered up to PRO to keep them calm. Keep them calm if the ref had a problem with it. Yeah. If the ref had a problem with but, it, give her a fucking red card right then and there. Yeah, but apparently he didn't, and apparently he didn't file any after-game right. report that was, like, a complaint. Right. Maybe so, he, like, bitched and moaned to his colleague, but, like, if he didn't file an official complaint, then don't 
just let sleeping dogs lie. You know, yeah, to, oh. to, to to a point, well, but but well, don't send it to PRO. Put it with keep it in house. Right. Like at some point, you have to you have to discipline players and make sure players stay in line and make sure they know that X, Y, and Z isn't appropriate. But why is PRO getting involved in this? Yeah, we don't know. And I think that brings us to discussion about the disco. Our favorite topic. This this weird organization that is five people that we don't know. It's completely opaque. It's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like yeah. we have no idea what's behind the curtain. We just know there's a curtain, and there might, in theory, be more than one person behind it. And the person but we behind have absolutely it no has idea. all the power and can just dictate terms however they feel. Or ignore things if they yeah. or choose. You know, it can to. give you hearts and a brain and whatever if it wants, or it can flash a lot of smoke and tell you to get the fuck out. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, That's how I view the disco. There's been so many red cards this season that people have been like, no. Incorrect. But you can't appeal red cards, as we've mentioned previously. So hopefully this will be something they look at next season. Did you read all of Jamie Goldberg's stuff as to why you can't appeal a red card? She put out a whole article about why the NWSL can't. Why don't you elaborate? I don't know the facts and figures all that well. But I'll do my best. So essentially, other leagues have appealed to FIFA because it's against FIFA law to essentially say a referee was wrong. Okay. In the after fact, or in the aftermath. And essentially, what, what Thank you. leagues like um, MLS have done is they have basically put up a bond to FIFA to say, look, we respect your rule. But we want some leniency. And so every team in MLS has put up like a certain amount of money to essentially say we will not we will not abuse this law. And we have two chances per season to appeal a ref's ruling. Mm-hmm. And if our appeal is denied, then we have one strike. We only get two strikes. And then it's it's game over, like. And then we can't do it anymore. And so teams know that they they essentially can't challenge everything. But the NWSL hasn't done this. They haven't bonded or, or put up this money or or whatever it is to essentially say, like, we recognize that the law is the law, but mm-hmm. we also understand that there are certain situations that we're going to require need some extra adjudication. Yes. Um, essentially. What is he doing? Why is he back in our lives? <clears throat> Magic Dan, the real Magic Dan, is alive and well. Okay, for the record, mm. uh, someone claiming to be Dan Borislow tweeted... Uh, first tweet ever from real Dan Borislow. Wonder why so many people stole my name on Twitter. I should be the only one. I should be the only person who wants to be me. Under at Dan Borislow, one the number one. <clears throat> if this is really Dan Borislow, I encourage you to reply to him in a respectful and civil way, with your opinion on the things that he did for women's soccer. Just you know, keep it topical. Don't go personal unless you personally know him. But you know what? Tell him what you think. Meanwhile, when I showed Gab this tweet, her hands just went to her face. 
just I can't even describe the expression to you. <laughs> it, it was an emoji. It, it was like all the emojis, all the negative um, emojis. Uh, Bo Dewar is claiming it really is him. I mean, it seems, um, yeah. I still, I still would buy a round of drinks to anybody who owns up to having the Magic Dan Twitter. It is a good Twitter. Is it you? No, do you, do you it's actually not me. I'm Dan not that Twitter? clever. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I'm going to probably end up buying this round of drinks, aren't I? Uh, okay. Sorry about that interlude with he must not be named. But Fact? we've named him multiple times now. Yeah. Uh, if you say his name three times and turn around Ooh, in front of a mirror... Will he show up? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe he'll show up and then you can punch him and then tell him he's a real dickbag. He's, he's a fucking piss baby. And piss baby? Yeah, piss baby. A piss baby. And my favorite... And Kelly Smith remains my favorite forever for once turning to him in a game and screaming at him, shut the fuck up, in her lovely English accent. That guy is an amazing person. Wonderful human being. Yeah, real philanthropist for our times. Mm-hmm. He likes to... Real her- supporter of women's sports. Real supporter of women <laughs> in general. Real I, I just, he he likes women's soccer, ATVs, and telling people to call him daddy. What a what a great a great American. Really. I would love to have a unfiltered conversation with Sarah Huffman. Yeah. I'd love to have an unfiltered conversation with Ella Masser. Could you imagine? Look, I will always respect Ella Masser for being the only one who was willing to break ranks and is, talk about talk publicly about what happened with that club. I understand that other people had obligations or they needed to protect who? their financial well-being. That whole situation was so... Like, to be clear, oh. I, I placed 95% of the blame on he who must not be named. Other people who may have been complicit in his actions... I mean, he clearly had the bulk of the power in that situation. Well, yeah. So, but- I'm not looking at too many people and being like you know you are clearly as much of a villain nobody is as much of a villain as this guy mm-hmm. anyway where were we disco and w really disco. have a lot left yeah. to say about it's... disco i mean we've ridden disco so many times yeah we know this right i just want the disco to like i want there to be a players union i want there to be a players union that they basically sit down and they say look we are putting our careers on the line every single time we step on this our pitch. Our careers are health. Right. Our yeah, careers are health. But, but like, we make money by playing soccer. Yeah. We can't play soccer if we get injured in a dumb way. Yeah. And so we need controls in the game to ensure that we don't get injured in a very dumb way. Mm-hmm. And the referees currently are not that control. The referees are... There are some good ones. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's only one game a week where we complain about the refs. And but given that there are six or seven games a week. Yeah. But I feel like when games get to the level that they got with Seattle, Chicago, D.C., Boston, Boston that essentially players are getting fired up because they're viewing this as a threat. So I think a players union is what's missing from this equation. Yeah. That's the checks and balances that we're missing. Yeah. That's a third party. A players union that has the the power to deal with the league. I, I volunteer to help form this players union. I volunteer. I volunteer. 
okay, Katniss. Um, um, NWSL Roundup. Seattle's still winning. The Thorns are spiraling. Yeah. Um, Boston's climbing. Rain, Clawing. Rain looked weird against Sky Blue. Laura Harvey recently said, I wish it wouldn't take us 30 minutes to start showing in a game, basically. Well, yeah, okay, Laura but Harvey, like, you're still top of the league yeah, by, but, like, five games. Yeah, and apparently, mathematically, the Rain cannot finish last, no matter what now. They, they have, could, like, a 98% chance of finishing first. Yeah, it's all your fault. I just hope they pull an FC Casey. And don't finish it. <laughs> Speaking of FC Casey, oh, uh, NWSL Player of the Month. Oh, okay. Nicole Barnhart. God, Nicole Barnhart is broken. She she was hurting. Nicole Barnhart is game. broken. She needs a break. I I respect the hell out of her for having the guts to go out there and keep playing and you know do it for her team, but she needs rest. That second half, we were. 10 feet 15 feet away from her and she was not putting any weight on her right foot oh god and we were just like all we need is a decent shot mm-hmm. oh guess what thorns can't do that um i at first i was kind of like oh i don't know but then i looked at fc casey's record and past five games five wins with four shutouts I see Casey's doing really good. Yeah, I'll i'll do that and you know what i love barney so i, know I love seeing i love when she gets awards and recognition I, how how does how does FC Casey increase their attendance? Because this is a really this is a, another really good team. Now they're not necessarily Seattle's undefeated in fifteen. Ergo, suddenly Seattle's selling out. Yeah, which is fantastic. Open up the other side of the stadium, Seattle. Yeah, and actually see what you can do because mm-hmm. your current side can only hold six thousand. I'm not saying only, like. You have a whole other side of your stadium. Yeah, see, open that shit up. Go for broke. See what you can do. Yeah, just open it up. See what happens. Couldn't hurt. Um, bring in four more food carts, and get another merch tent. Yeah, call it good. Anyway, um, FC Casey, really, really good team. Getting two thousand fans to a game, like two, three thousand. Yeah, somewhere in there. The average. Yeah. What's the solution for a team? Well, last season they were doing better, right? Exactly. It was three, four thousand. I so fan retention is obviously a huge marketing issue no matter what business you're in. Um some of the basics, I mean, are they going after season ticket holders? Are they trying to really retain people who they know are prone to come to Kansas City games? Are they going after the Sporting KC fan base? So, I hung out with Blue Crew uh-huh. um when I went to the Kansas City Thorns game this past weekend. And essentially, their perspective is they raise prices. New venue, we raise prices across the board. Last year was all GA. Uh huh. Is um, now suddenly there are tiers. And is, guess what's not selling well? The highest tiers. Mm hmm. Are is the new venue more accessible? A little bit. Okay. Um, it's a little closer to downtown. I feel like I feel like last time I went to a game, I stayed closer to downtown. And I drove maybe a half an hour. This time, I stayed out at the airport and I drove a half an hour. So I want to say it's really close to downtown. Okay. Um, and there's obviously lots of parking. Oh yeah, right I mean there's the... a parking structure, but there was it, there was park parking wasn't an issue at the old place. Yes. Yeah. It's just the old place was a high school stadium with all the lines in the world on the field. Yeah. Um, now we're at a college stadium. Soccer specific. With soccer specific setup. Uh huh. Um, relatively nice, but they cut their seating in half. 
Okay, so is General Edition still the same price? No. It went up. By how much? Like a couple bucks, probably. Yeah. Um, I think we we got G we got tickets through Blue Crew for twelve bucks. Uh huh. But I think they're fifteen normally. I guess I'm just saying like. Hold on, and then Seattle's doing pretty well because ECS is starting to pay attention. Uh-huh. Emerald City supporters is starting to be like, oh, we have a really good team. Let's start going to these matches. Yeah. So at what point does Kansas City say? Yeah, our, you know, Sporting KC are defending champs, but oh my god, this team is going to go for it. It's just an exposure thing. We've talked about the marketing issue before, and obviously things are going to differ, differ city by city because the cities are so different. I'm, I'm not prepared right now to suggest like general stuff, although, yeah, I would be interested in seeing FC Casey's retention of season ticket holders because that's a big one. Yeah. Once you know someone is willing to buy your product, you go after them. Yeah. It was really, it was really interesting because um, there were there were three riveters who made the trip to Kansas City. Uh huh. Small group. Um, we met up with uh, Nikki Marshall's family. Was went to the game Aww. and like her boyfriend mm-hmm. and and uh, extended family and stuff like that. And so it looked like there were, like, maybe ten uh, Riveters. And more than happy to welcome in them into the family. Yeah. Um, and we were making a decent amount of noise oh, for, on the- for ten people. Yeah. Um, and people were coming up to us and, like, inquiring, like, did you guys come all the way from Portland? And we were like, yeah, you know, it just kind of worked out, all this other stuff. And so many people were like, this is my first ever, like, women's soccer game. Uh-huh. Like, this is kind of cool. And it was just like... Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like, you gotta get passionate about it. You gotta get like excited, and people feed off of that passion and that excitement. So, so one way you retain that is obviously by putting a good product on the field, which, which Kansas Seattle, City's doing. Yeah, Seattle's Casey has a doing. great product. So, everybody, it's like pretty general wisdom. You know, winning attracts more fans. So yeah, FC Casey's doing. The team, anyway, is doing their part. They're winning. They're putting a great product on the field. So I guess that's up to the front God. office to reach out and and touch, reach out and touch the fans. Becky Sauerbrand, man. I was trying, a, my, I was trying my hardest not to swoon. She had some moments where I was just like, stop. Yeah. Stop being so good. I thought we'd have finally a, a defender for Player of the Week and Becky Sauerbrand, but. So speaking of legit contender for Player of the Week, who, who is your Player of the Week, Gab? Gab has her face in her hands. She's massaging the skin on the front of her face. She's mushing it all up. Jody Taylor. Yeah, my list was Alyssa Nair, Carly Lloyd, or Jody Taylor. And you know I'm gonna... I prefer Nair. Why? Because Carly Lloyd got a brace? Because she just took control of that game and was like, fuck this shit. Why isn't anybody asking where's Abby Wambach? She's injured. But where is Abby Wambach? Oh, physically, geographically, where is Abby uh-huh. Wambach? Is she in Portland? Uh-huh. She wants to be with her wife in their home. She's doing rehab in Portland. Yeah. Why not? You know, she I has s- a good connection with the doctors in Portland. I swear to God, if she shows up to a practice in Thorns gear, just because she's it's a pull, great environment. She's going to pull a Shannon box and it's a practice great, the It's team. a great environment to get some, some high-speed practice in. <laughs> And they're going to do a favor to Abby Wambach and have her at Thorne's practice? Yeah, so that she can experience the high pace. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. I go Jody Taylor. I mean, I'm going to go Alyssa Nair, 
maybe Jody Taylor second. Fine, I'm gonna throw back Becky Sauerbrunn into this. I rescind Jody Taylor, and I'm putting Sauerbrunn. If if we want to do the no homer rule, yeah, then then I'll go with Becky Sauerbrunn over Jody. Fine, Taylor. Becky fucking Sauerbrunn. Becky Sauerbrunn. Brun. Brun. B R seven O's N. Capital. All capital. All caps O's. You are our player of the week. Because, because you are a workhorse and I'm an underappreciated workhorse. I was really mad at you on. I was so mad on Saturday. <coughs> <laughs> so mad. Gab just went into a I coughing was, fit. I was so mad on Saturday when the game was over. But what's. I thought that in the last minutes they could have gotten a goal. Uh-huh. And s- Becky's fucking Sauerbrun. Becky fucking Sauerbrun. Sleeve-hating cheese enthusiast. She's the killer of hopes and dreams. She's the thorn slayer. If she had a sword, that's what she would call it. Thorn slayer? Her thorn slayer. The girl just doesn't commit a foul. I. I she's so technically yeah. good that she just is like doing algebra and geometry in her brain. Uh-huh. And it's just like, no, okay, like, if I slide in at this angle, at this precise second, I'll be getting yeah. her off her step. If I pressure this player, oh. she'll be forced to shoot early at a wrong angle that the goalkeeper has She's already covered. She's just too smart. Her and Barney, are, it's just, it's too much brain. <laughs> and that's why it's hard for other teams to score. Because they're, like, combining their brain powers. And they're just too smart. You heard it here first. FCKC is so good because Barney and Brune are combining their brain powers. They are. I mean, yeah. Where's the lie? Where is they're, the lie? Like they're not. They're not dumb players. So that was our player of the week. Congratulations, Brune. Wife goals or wife goals. Um. So New Zealand dropped out of Women's World Cup 2019 bidding. Yeah, you got yelled at on Tumblr for us being inaccurate. I did not get yelled at. You got yelled at. Someone mildly corrected us. Somebody was like, yo, bitch, get your facts straight. No, they they mildly corrected us. And we recorded before that news dropped. What's funny is we're not an authority on anything. Anything. Except beer, maybe. No, I can't tell you what kind of beer is. Oh, we didn't even ask what we're drinking. Okay, so I've been drinking snake bites this entire time, which I don't do shots, so it's not a snake bite shot. But er, last night I got served a snake bite shot and I did it uh-huh. because when in Rome. Yeah. But <clears throat> um, a snake bite that I like is cider with Guinness floating on top. Okay, that's good. And I have now had two and a half. Well, I'll, it'll be two and a half by the time Therese is done explaining what she's drinking. I am drinking Abita Purple Haze. Uh, Abita is a Louisiana beer. I'm from Louisiana. Purple Haze is a uh, raspberry wheat beer. And it, it's nice to drink on a hot summer day. So New Zealand, in their press oh, right. okay, go. said that they were kind of doing it the same way England. They were just looking around. Although I, I believe New Zealand way more because <laughs> they don't have the same infrastructure and soccer history as England. So the remaining countries, France, South Africa, South Korea, who are those three you think are going to get it? Or is another one going to drop out and it's going to come down to two, like then, 2015 bidding? And then it's going to be, and then it's going to be like South Korea and FIFA, like in 20, 
2018 is going to be like, yeah, you guys don't have the infrastructure. USA, you want this? South Korea has plenty of infrastructure. They go to the Olympics. Okay, you are Korean, so you don't get to vote in and, my hypothetical situation. And don't discount Korea's ability to organize really quickly. Okay, you don't get a vote in my hypothetical We are a scenario logical, where pragmatic I am, people. I am trying to get the Women's World Cup in the United States. That's what that was oh, going towards. Oh, okay. You want another? Okay. Fine. It was at the detriment you think, of Disney. Even if France is an option, FIFA will be like, no, it should go to the United States. No, instead. I think France is going to pull out. I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I've just spilled snake bite all over <laughs> herself. Um, this is turning into a hot mess for real France fast. France is going to pull out, just like your dad should have. <laughs> you can't keep that in and then cut mine. I'm going to cut it out. I'm gonna cut it out. Both of them? Mine, anyway. Okay. It was too mean. Okay. I wasn't even offended. I was just like, you can't steal my joke. You can't give Maddie Evans a red card and then not Ashlyn Harris. How did Ashlyn Harris not get a, a yellow? Uh, he already what? used up his he his arm was tired. He was lit tired. Like he was more interested in preventing the drama. I just I want to hear Krieger trash talk. I, I would love to hear that little Penn State get-together that they had. That was Loman, Krieg, Shep, Nair, Maddie Evans, and there was another one. Oh, and Nairn. Yeah, I would love to hear what they, they had to say about the game amongst each other. Like, If anybody knows the it, Penn State consortia. If anybody knows the little, <laughs> yeah, that Penn State consortium, please. We would love to get them on a conference call. Yeah. Um, don't leave a comment on the podcast. Please email one of us. Yes. We, we're at twodrunkfans at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, because uh, we have to use that but it, it's, for the it's, num- it's number two. Yeah. Number two number drunk two fans. Number two drunk fans. At gmail.com. At gmail. So if you have... Could you imagine if we ever got a player on this thing? What player would ever want to be on a podcast called Michelle Drunk Acres. Fans? Yes! Michelle Akers! Oh my oh god. Oh my god, let's start a campaign. All we, all we would do is just record, we'd be like, hey Michelle, how about that World I would Cup? fly to Atlanta. Yeah, and just, you know, I don't know if she drinks, but just buy her whatever she wants. Okay. Yeah, buy Michelle Akers But a, we would, we would just, enter, we would entertain her for a couple hours. She would entertain us for a couple oh hours. Oh my god, I would piss just my pants. Just go out to the farm. I would piss and be my like, pants. Michelle, say whatever you want. Whatever you oh want. Oh my god, this is a new life goal. Yeah. Share a beer with Julie Foudy. Yeah. Beer and donuts with Julie Foudy. Have Michelle Akers on Two Drunk Fans. Yeah. Like, our dream list. Michelle Akers, Foudy. I would love to talk to Ella Master, even off the record. But it would be great if somebody, anybody from Magic Jack came on the record and was like, here's what happened. That was some fucked up shit. It's like, Tasha Kai, man. Tasha Kai. She's up there. She is up there. She just shot to number one on my list over Michelle Akers. Be like, Tasha, Gab and I will go and have these on a new tattoo for you and some Starbucks. We'll go to Hawaii. If you come on the show and just spill the tea. I just, I want to just give you a microphone yeah. for all of the hours. I don't think Mia Hamm's on my list. Me neither. Cat Whyhill. Cat Whyhill will be good. She's on my list. Uh, I know someone who's talked to her and Cat Whyhill's a cool person. She's just cool to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, Leslie Osborne, maybe. Leslie Osborne Leslie would will be drop good. Some. Yeah. I mean, there are the obvious ones. Sink. 
I would love to have sync on the would I love to have sync on the show or would I go catatonic like um, I mean would I want to meet sync because it's kind of that whole I told you I never wanted to meet LeVar Burton syndrome the couple times I have met her it's it's been a shit show. Oh, it's been amazing. I don't know what it's you're talking about. It's been a total about. shit show. That one time was amazing. From the airports of Vancouver to the bars of Rochester. It's that one time in Rochester I've, was amazing. I've spanned continents with my awkwardness. Becky Edwards. Becky Edwards would be cool. Karina LeBlanc. Oh my god, KK. I just spit all over all yeah, of Yeah, in your things. excitement. Why wouldn't you be excited over having Karina LeBlanc on? I mean, without getting into rain players, yeah, that's probably my list. On the rain... Who would you want to... I think Megan Rapinoe would be a fucking riot. Of course she would. Like in any situation. I don't think I could stand Fishlock. I'd love to have Fishlock on. I'd I think, love I think to she have would be on. too witty for me. Like, you're too witty for me, but you know it, so you play <laughs> it down quite a bit. You're like, ooh, I gotta, I gotta bring this down to a four. Okay, sure. I'd love to have Fish. I'd love to have Harvey on. God, Harvey would run laps around me. You, know you gotta think, think about me too. On the rain, who what I am think I gonna? Pretty, what what do I bring table with Harvey? On the rain, who I think is funny is Mariah Nagara, just based on her Twitter. And she was a Boston breaker for a while. Oh, you can keep going. This will be the intro for the podcast. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. We gotta wrap this up. Alright. What else do we got? I think that's it. That's our player wish list. We had a player of the week. Dude, that was really fun for... Me taking a $25 cab to get here, and I'm going to take a 20, probably a $40 cab back to the, to the airport. airport. Yeah, 25 is nothing in this city. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Gab, and I curse the league to the Seattle Reigns unbeaten season. I'm Thrace, and I'm in love with Maddie Evans. Platonic. In a very platonic Professional sort of respect way. love, yes. But I am in love. The kid is awesome. There's no denying it. It's fine. I gotta go get some Chipotle gift cards.